seek competent professional guidance for financial, legal, and tax advice, as everyone's specific needs are unique. WHP Talk Radio 580 now presents Financial Freedom with Tim Decker from ISI Financial Group. A full hour of sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. Talking about This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Welcome to another hour of Financial Freedom. Tim Decker here with you. Let me give you the phone number. If you have anything you'd like to discuss with me, I would love to hear from you. Again, if it's important to you, it's important to me. And as always, I pledge to do my very best to give you straightforward financial truth in an effort to help you ultimately achieve financial freedom. Financial freedom, to me, is when you have everything in order from a financial perspective that you are free from any longer having to worry about anything having to do with your finances, not having to worry about your investments, not having to worry about your insurances, not having to worry about your estate plan, not having to worry about if you don't wake up tomorrow, do you have things in place to take care of those who depend on you? Any and all things financial addressed by a detailed goal-oriented financial plan and then implementing as a result of that plan and then having an ongoing process to make sure that you're staying on track, that your investments are automatically monitored and automatically adjusted as needed and you do not become susceptible to whatever happens to be taking place in the world at that moment. That, to me, is what financial freedom is. And having counseled thousands and thousands of individuals over my 30-some years in being in the financial services industry, I can tell you, I can tell you that working with people and seeing firsthand how much they benefit from having a planning process and then ultimately having that implemented and the sense of security and peace of mind that they derive as a result of that going into retirement and during the years of retirement is really, really invaluable. And I can tell you has been hands down the most fulfilling thing of what I have been fortunate and uh, uh, privileged to be able to do over the years. So one of the one of my major goals on this program here and again we've been on the air here in central pennsylvania for over 25 years now a long time one of my ongoing goals is to encourage you and nudge you to quit procrastinating to take the necessary steps to sit down and meet with a fee-only financial advisor again i want to emphasize it does not have to be our firm that's not what is most important to me whatsoever. 
It's that you find a financial advisor, a financial advisory firm who is 100% fee-only that you can pair up with and work together as a team, having them as your trusted fiduciary in all things having to do with your finances and helping you get your financial house in order. It's amazing how many times I meet with individuals who, for whatever reason, say and admit on their own without me even asking that they have been thinking about doing this for years and they've been putting it off and thinking about it and putting it off. And uh, typically what happens is one of the spouses takes uh, the step and says, okay, enough talking about things. Let's get serious. Let's get our financial house in order. Let's find somebody that we both agree that we're comfortable with that will help us and let's get our financial house in order. Because as I have said on numerous occasions, you don't get a second chance at a secure retirement. And when you're going into retirement, you need to be prepared in many areas, many, many areas, and most people underestimate everything that's involved. But you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your family, you owe it to your loved ones. Understanding that you don't get a second chance at this, you want to make sure you do it right. So if you have anything that you'd like to ask of me, you have me here for the next hour, you can reach me by dialing 717-540-0580. That's 717 717- Five four zero zero five eighty toll free. It's eight hundred seven two four fifty eight zero one. Again, that's seven. I'm sorry, eight hundred seven two four fifty eight zero one. And if you are absolutely phone shy, which I encourage you not to be, you can shoot me a quick email at ffradio at comcast dot net. That's ff abbreviation obviously for financial freedom so it's ff radio at comcast.net one of the uh i got an email during our show last week i got several actually but one that i want to get to today uh was from brad in lancaster and he had a he wanted me to comment on reverse mortgages so when we come back from our initial break we're going to talk briefly about reverse mortgages. Do they ever make sense? Uh, What are the pros and cons of them? And also I'm going to provide you with an excellent resource and a alternative idea to a a traditional reverse mortgage that uh, you're going to want to uh, know about. And then we're also going to talk, again time permitting as always, we're going to talk about what are the three stages of your financial life what are the three main stages of your financial life and the reason why I want to break these down into three is so many focus on one stage not really thinking about that the fact that there are three important stages and they are all extremely important in any of these uh, not addressed properly and soundly can lead to some major financial issues in your future. And then lastly, I wanted to share with you 
very briefly right now before we go to the break. I just read a story um, that there, and, and I forget which state it was. It wasn't Pennsylvania, but uh, it was just written about, and I think I read it uh, in a comments section in the Wall Street Journal this morning, actually, um, having to do with the fact that there are advisors that are aggressively touting themselves in their marketing, doing radio shows, doing TV commercials, um, doing uh, free lunch seminars uh, on their websites, touting themselves as fiduciaries, understanding that that is something that you as a consumer are finally beginning to understand how important it is to work with a financial advisor who is a fiduciary. So you have the many advisors out there now that are touting themselves and using that fiduciary word to get people in their office to get appointments. But what, uh, what most consumers don't understand is most out there, most financial advisors touting themselves as fiduciaries are also licensed as commissioned advisors meaning they are not 100% fee only. So what they're doing and, and what's been seen is they will get people lured in by telling them that they are fiduciaries, which they are part-time, but then ultimately and sadly what ends up happening many times is they switch hats from being a fiduciary and then they, they put on this other hat being a salesperson person and end up selling them expensive, complex, high commission investments in insurance products like, you guessed it, fixed index annuities, variable annuities, and many other things. So how do you, how do you work through all that? It's very simple. Very simple. Make sure that when you're working with an advisor that you get something in writing in advance that they will represent that they will serve as a 100% fee only fiduciary meaning they have nothing to sell so that they are not a part-time or they're not some of the time looking out for your best interest but that they are looking out for your best interest 100% of the time and I will tell you, it's rampant here in central Pennsylvania. Radio, TV, everywhere. Be very, very careful. Make sure you do your homework. And don't forget, we have that tool on our website that's free for you that you can have any financial advisor complete in writing that can help protect you. And you can get the answers in advance. Or if you're working with an advisor, by all means, don't hesitate to ask them to complete that. That's at our website, isifinancialgroup.com. That's isifinancialgroup.com. Go there and download the fiduciary questionnaire. You can print it out, make copies of it, do with it, whatever you want. But again, be careful because I see it all the time and it's being written about in the in the journal. I mean, it's it's... It's everywhere. So, okay, we're going to 
take our first break. When we come back, we'll pick right back up. Again, if you have anything you'd like to ask of me, don't be shy. We're all friends here. Uh, 717-540-0580 or 800-724-5801. Or you can email me, ffradio at comcast.net. Questions about your IRAs, mutual funds, municipal bonds, annuities, life insurance, 401ks, anything. Again, if it's important to you, I promise it's important to me. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Lots of new cars have HD radio. Set a button for News Radio WHP 580 on FM. At- so gone hold to go and pay the price. Here's to Leathernecks, Devil Dogs and Jarheads. I uh, received an email uh, during our show last week from Brad in Lancaster, and Brad had asked me to comment uh, on reverse mortgages and uh, does it make sense uh, and in what case would be a couple reasons why why one might, excuse me, consider a reverse mortgage. Well, let me just say... Although I'm not a big fan of reverse mortgages, I will say that I don't always rule them out. The reason I'm not a big fan is there are a lot of fees, a lot of expenses that you take on, number one. Number two, what a lot of people are not aware of is although... Uh, you don't have to pay back. Well, j- just let me explain to everyone real simply what a reverse mortgage is. Uh, let's just actually use an example. So we have a elderly woman. Let's say she's 80 years old, uh, has very little in the way of assets, has maybe just Social Security coming in and maybe a small pension uh, from her husband. Let's assume has passed on and she needs more income than than what she has coming in from a health perspective she plans on and is able to stay in her home which is what she wants to do so a reverse mortgage allows her to in essence borrow money using her house as collateral and then that borrowed money is not paid off she doesn't have to pay it back until either she moves out of the house, sells the house, and or she passes on, and then the value of the house can be used to pay off the money that she's borrowed for for income. So essentially, that's a simple explanation of how a reverse mortgage works. This should be last resort. And I have a tool for you, uh, Brad, uh, as well as everyone else. If you go to a website, it's called reversemortgage.org. Again, that's reversemortgage.org. And uh, it is the website of the National Reverse Mortgage Lenders Association. You can do some calculations there. And at the bottom of the calculation, when you do it, you'll see a figure for your total fees and costs which you need to be fully aware of up front. But this doesn't tell the entire story. 
at the top of the estimate, also check out the initial loan interest rate because you're going to have to pay interest, obviously, and that's on top of the total fees and costs. And typically, you'll see that the interest rate on a reverse mortgage is higher than a conventional mortgage. And then also the charge for the mortgage insurance that's layered on top of that. So you've got fees and costs. You've got the interest rate, which typically is higher than a regular mortgage. And then you have insurance costs on top of that. Um, remember this. Although you don't have to pay it back while you're alive or as long as you own the house, you still are going to be required to pay your ongoing property taxes and insurance, which means you could lose your home if you don't have enough monies to pay the ongoing maintenance, property taxes, and insurance. So be aware of that. An alternative to think about is talk to your family. And what sometimes can be done is to set up a regular home equity line of credit in your kids' names, as an example, using the house as collateral. And that way you can make sure that the home stays in the family and you can help uh, reduce some of those upfront costs, which can be substantial. And there's a website that can give you more information on, on this st uh, strategy. Website is nationalfamilymortgage.com. That's nationalfamilymortgage.com. It's worth exploring. So in summary, when would it make sense? In my humble opinion, it would make sense as a last resort, and I would explore every other option that you might have available to you, but in certain instances, with the proper counseling, it may make sense. So, Brad, I hope that helps you out. Again, those two websites are reversemortgage.org, that's reversemortgage.org, and the other one is nationalfamilymortgage.com. Two extremely helpful websites if you are exploring or considering a reverse mortgage as an option. Okay, what are the three main stages of your financial life? The three main stages of your financial life. Well, the first stage which is the stage that most people focus on is the accumulation stage. This is the years leading up to when you're retiring, when you're saving money in IRAs, 401ks, regular brokerage accounts, whatever avenues you have available, you're focusing on saving, saving, saving. During this time, some of the important decisions to make obviously are how much do I need to save well again as you're gonna hear me bring this up over and over again the way to get that answer is sit down and put together a financial plan and that's why one of the best things young people can do and everyone can do in fact is the sooner you put together 
a goal-driven financial plan, so many of the important questions that you need to know are going to be answered. How much do I need to save to get from where I'm at to where I want to be? The other decision that's part of this accumulation phase is what are the best vehicles to use? Do I invest in life insurance? Short answer is typically no. Do I invest in mutual funds? If so, which funds should I consider? How diversified should I be? What about my 401k at work? Is it a good 401k? What about the matching? Is there a Roth option? Should I use the traditional 401k option or the Roth option? Is there an after-tax provision that I can also add to my 401k? What about tax strategies during your accumulation years? Are there ways that you can minimize taxes? Are certain investment vehicles going to minimize your taxes as you are accumulating your, your assets? What about your insurances? If you have dependents that would be in a bind, if something happened to you and you didn't wake up tomorrow, do you have the adequate insurance to continue to provide for them? What if you lose your job? Because if you think about it, what's your most important asset in your working years? For most individuals, it's called your paycheck, your human capital, earning monies as a result of working. What happens if you're not able to work? And if your earnings are your most important asset, in your early years as you are accumulating assets, doesn't it make sense to consider insuring that most important asset? Are you taking advantage of disability insurance that you have through work? If not, why not? If you don't have it, have you explored getting a good individual disability insurance policy? These are all things that need to be considered and a good financial plan, and in working with a good fee-only fiduciary financial planner can help you with. And I can tell you from personal experience, the sooner you have a plan, the more, the more having that plan done and using that is going to pay for itself in spades multiple times over. We're going to go to the news. When we come back, we're going to pick back up on the other two stages of your financial life. That was the first one having to do with the accumulation stage. We're going to talk about the next two right when we come back. And again, if you have anything you'd like to ask of me, if I can help you in any way, you can reach me here, 717-540-0580, toll-free, 800-724-5801. Or you can email me at ffradio at comcast.net. That's ffradio at comcast.net. We'll be right back. Have a new car? There's a chance you have an HD radio. Set a button for News Radio WHP 580 on FM at. So gone, hold a goal and pay the price. 
Fingers to leathernecks Devil dogs and jobs Second half of Financial Freedom Hope this finds you and your family well As we're nearing that very special birth date of Jesus Christ Celebrating Christmas and Happy Hanukkah for those of you others who celebrate that holiday as well. Okay, the three stages of your financial life. We talked about the first one, which is the accumulations stage. There's a lot of important decisions to make uh, during that time period, and uh, those decisions will have a major impact on how much money you have and how soon you're able to achieve whatever goals it is you're trying to reach. Again, take the time to put together a written financial plan that will help answer so many questions for you and will serve as the blueprint in helping you determine how you should invest, what types of investments you should use. Do you need insurances in certain areas? Do you not need insurance? Because I, for one, do not like to pay a single penny for any insurance if there is not a need. But a financial plan, if it is a proper financial plan, again, be careful who you receive a financial plan from. Be careful of those who are offering to do free financial plans. I mean, use your common sense. Use your common sense. If somebody a financial advisor, whatever name they use, if they're promoting or using a financial plan of which there will be no charge if you come in and meet with them and have them help you put a financial plan together, why, why do you think they're not charging you up front? You know what the answer is. I don't even have to tell you what the answer is. I like to say in the world of finance, every gimme has a gotcha. Every gimme has a gotcha. When things are free, 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 that's the gimme. But wait around and there's going to be a gotcha. And many times, what you think is going to be a financial plan, it ain't no financial plan. It ends up being a proposal designed, a slick proposal designed to end up selling you something. So again, make sure that you seek the guidance of the appropriate messenger, otherwise the message is going to be tainted. So again, the accumulation stage should begin with a good financial plan, and then you can use that as your roadmap, that you, and you can update it as your goals change, as life events take take place and that will really help you do what you need to do in that first stage of accumulation okay uh before we go forward uh let's go to jean from lebanon i don't want to keep her holding hi jean how are you and how may i help you do we have jean jc let me know if she uh comes back on there you are jean Oh, can you? Is there a type of CD that you can put IRA dollars into and have an automatic RMD done each year? And is there a fee if there is such a thing for setting it up? Nope. And the answer is yes. Um, when you 
if you put money into an IRA account at a bank or credit union and you choose to have that go into a CD, not only are you going to be forced by the IRS to take out your required minimum distribution once you're 70 and a half, although technically you can wait till April 1st, the year following your 70 and a half, but when it's time to start taking out RMDs, there will be no penalty whatsoever because it's something that has to be done, the IRS requires. And I personally have not seen any bank that charges any extra fees or anything whatsoever for doing that and they should calculate that for you. Uh, years ago, it was not the case, but under current law, it's my understanding that any custodian of an IRA is required to annually calculate for you what your required minimum distribution is, and it should be able to come right out of your CD without any penalty or fees. But of course, make sure and double, double check with your bank, but that's my understanding. Does that help you? Yes. Would you be given an annual notice of RMD time or that's your responsibility to go in and do the paperwork or it's just an automatic transfer? Yeah. Um, it should be all, all of the above. Um, you should receive notification from the custodian, number one. Number two, um, things get lost in the mail, so I wouldn't rely on that. I would put something in your calendar uh the easiest thing is just to take it the same time every year you can do it once a year some people like to have it done two times a year but yes you can then set that up so that it's automatically calculated and done for you that's what we do for our clients um uh and i'm sure the bank will be happy to help you with that but don't rely on someone else not notifying you because if something gets lost in the mail and you miss that, the penalty on that can be like 50%. So we don't want that, obviously. Right. Thank you. Every okay, so Jean, you are welcome. And Merry Christmas, okay? Thank you. Blessed holidays. You're... Thanks. Okay, bye -bye. thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, let's get on to, again, if you have anything that you'd like to ask of me, you can reach me 717-540-0580. That's 717 540 0580 or toll free 800 724 Stage two of your financial life. Stage two is probably, I would say, again, in my many, many years of experience in helping thousands of people through this, it's the transitioning stage. And the reason this is so challenging is after you've been working for so many years and your human capital, that paycheck that you've been earning is coming in every week or every month, however often you're paid. And you're now nearing that point where you want to transition out of your working career into either doing something part-time or completely retiring there are a lot of things that need to be looked at. And one of the most difficult things for many individuals, and again, I deal with this on almost a weekly basis in our office in counseling people, has to do with the emotional 
transition and the emotional questions that you start asking yourself. Are we going to be okay? Do we really have enough? Because I'm not going to have those paychecks coming in anymore. How am I going to feel when all of a sudden I'm not going into work every day? Not that, not that you like going into work every day, but you have relationships that you've developed over the years. You have that mental stimulation that is derived often as a result of work. You have a sense of purpose. Now, what's going to take place of that? And I can tell you, it's a very scary transition for many in individuals. It's not just a financial sense of insecurity, but having something that you're confident that you're going to transition into from what you've been doing that's going to offer you, again, that sense of purpose and to give you that social connection that you're going to be walking away from can be very daunting. So it's extremely important that when you're thinking about retiring from whatever it is you're doing, that you have in place at least a real good idea what you're going to retire to. And I will tell you, equally, if not more important, is a sense of purpose. Okay, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, we're going to pick right back up. We're going to talk a little bit more about the transitioning from your working years into retirement and things that you need to be considering. And we're going to talk about the final stage of your financial life. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When news breaks out, we break in. News Radio WHP 580. P580. All right, Tim Decker here with you. Financial freedom. Uh, let me just uh, men mention, uh, all, it looks like the, uh, obviously, I'm sure you've heard all over the news, it looks like the GOP tax uh, plan uh, as of now, looks like they have the votes uh, to get that through. So we'll see what happens next week. But I had mentioned last week, uh, until we see what the final plan is, um, I didn't want to waste your time or my time talking about, well, if this happens and this happens and if this happens, that's a waste of time. And uh, until we actually see what it is, then we can get into some discussions as to uh, uh, what it may mean from a practical perspective for you. I try my very best to talk about things that are going to be able to give you some practical plan of action and not get into the theoretical and philosophical and all that stuff that makes my eyes glaze over, and uh, I would suspect yours as well. The one thing that I will say, though, that I was happy to uh, see was in the final proposal, if it goes through as it is now anyway, is that uh, there was some talk that they were uh, going to change the accounting rules for uh, uh, individual stocks, individual securities, and uh, not allow you to determine which lots uh, of stocks you would sell 
first uh, that they were going to require you to sell first any stocks that you first purchased under a tax uh, uh, tax ruling uh, or a, a something that's called FIFO, F-I-F-O, that's first in, first out. And that could have, uh, well, that would have had an ad adverse uh, impact on any tax planning when you went to sell uh, uh, individual stocks, as an example. But uh, that's been taken out, which I was glad to see. So we will talk about the tax plan uh, once we see what the tax, what the new tax plan is. So stay tuned on that. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the transitioning st stage of your financial life. And as I said, there's two parts to that. There is the financial uh, uh, angle that you need to evaluate, and then there is really the emotional angle of what am I going to be doing now? How am I going to fill my time? How am I going to continue to have that sense of purpose when I no longer am getting up? going to work, feeling like I'm making a difference some way, somehow. And um, so those are some things that I highly recommend that you take some time to think about well in advance and that you have some answers. The financial aspect of transitioning into retirement is also something that takes a lot of uh, effort and a lot of forethought. Because some of the decisions that you're going to be looking at and some of the analyses are like what about your pension options if you have a pension plan which option are you going to take how do you know which options best what happens as it relates to social security having a thorough objective analysis of all your your social security options looked at and helping you determine when is the best time to take it in conjunction with everything else in your financial life as well as uh, are you going to be working part-time if so how much income do you anticipate you're going to be earning there because that could have an impact on when you should take social security what about your health your existing health what about the longevity in your family i mean there's a lot that goes into analyzing and looking at what are the best social security strategies. So that's something that you're going to want to start looking at as you're transitioning into retirement. Again, pension options. Do you take the single life? Do you take the 100% joint survivor? So if something happens to you, those are what I call the love options, which means you take a little bit less for yourself because you love your your spouse and you want to make sure if something happens to you that they continue to receive a check um, so those options need to be again objectively evaluated and this all again goes back to having a financial plan that can help you with all of this what about your 401ks your other retirement accounts your 403bs your 457s what are you going to do with those maybe they should stay where they're at if you're in a plan that's got extremely low cost options Maybe it should stay. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it should be rolled over into an IRA. Again, objective analysis of that. And then finally, the third stage of your financial life is the withdrawal. Coming up with strategies that are going to be smart and helping you determine where do you take the monies from first. Because all of your accounts 
fall underneath either tax-deferred, taxable, or tax-free, which are like Roth accounts. What about Roth conversions? Should you consider that? So the three stages are, again, accumulation, the transitioning, and the the de-accumulation or the spending of those assets. And they all involve a lot of moving parts. But the good news is, if you sit down and work with a fee-only fiduciary advisor who can help you with a sound, goal-oriented financial plan, you can get the answers that you need. Take care. Remembering the men and women of our military who can't be home for the holidays. I miss you. Come home.